This is Wireless Theatre. Mr. Ten Days by John Baker. Bill's not a talker. Never was. He don't see the point. I don't. He's a doer. 63 years of doing. I wish he'd talk more. I won't, though. That's how long we've been married. 63 years. <laughs> it's a long time. Very long. <laughs> You're on death row. Death row? You have one last packet of crisps. Crisps? Uh -huh. Present cuts, no meals. What do you choose? I wouldn't. You're on death row. It's your last meal on earth. You have to choose. I don't want to choose. I'm not in a crisp mood. But you're on death row for a crime you didn't commit. You cannot not choose. If I didn't commit the crime, I definitely don't want the crisps. You have to have the crisps. I don't want the crisps. Really? Really. Now, if there was a nut-based snack... But it's uh, crisps or nothing. <laughs> that really foxy redhead is making eyes at me. <laughs> Love is in the air. Yeah, shall I return her gaze with my very own Sean Connery rage of the eyebrows? <laughs> you do that, Phil. I'm off to the loo. <sighs> Hello? Anyone in there? Because I'm bursting. I'm bursting for a pee. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, seriously, I'm really bursting. Okay, do you know what happens to a man when he has to hold it in this long? I thought you guys were all doctors. Excuse me, but uh, would you like to dance? I mean, if you like dancing, that is. <laughs> I love dancing, me. And this is such a great song. Great song? What's your name, you? Phil. I love that name. I love your red hair. Do you like crisps? I love crisps, me. <sighs> okay, now I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> I, I, I have a Swiss Army knife, and, and, and I will use it. Uh, my, my bladder is at maximum capacity here. Mm -hmm. Maximum capacity. Why the hell are there no more toilets? You're on death row. And where? Death row. Cool. That sounds so cool. You only have one choice of crisps. One. You can have one packet of crisps before you die. What would you choose? <laughs> You're funny, you. <laughs> salt and vinegar. I choose salt and vinegar. I love salt and vinegar, me. Me too. I love salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is my absolute favourite flavour. Okay, you've been given due warning. I am undoing this lock from the outside and I am coming in. Whatever you're doing in there, finish up now. Grab the door, what? the door! Oh, the door! Grab the bloody door! Great. What? Look. Where's the door handle? There's no door handle. 
There's no phone reception. There's only loud bloody music. No one can hear a bloody thing and everyone else is bloody using the upstairs toilet. There's an upstairs toilet. Oh, you stupid bloody idiot. Easy. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not getting out of here. We are definitely stuck. Oh, his IQ is seriously through the roof. Have I done something to upset you? You need to kick the door down. You need to kick the door down now. Kick the door down! What? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. What does oh mean? Modern man, are we? Because I don't want to kick the door down. Could you move? I need to pee. No, no way. What? You're welcome to close your you eyes. You are not doing that with me in here. Do you know what happens when a man doesn't go? What, it drops off? Are you sure you're a medical student? Oh, you think I'm one of you? What? Oh, you think I'm a medical student? Oh, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I do live with a medical student, but I am not one. I would never be one. Journalism. Hmm. Now, now, don't tell me you history of art. <laughs> psychology. I'm studying psychology. Perfect. You'll have some therapy. You'll get over it. Move. Do not get it out in here. Do not get that out in here. I think you're... I think you're in my anatomy class. I am. I've seen you. Oh. I love the way you hold your scalpel. You are so sexy with a scalpel. If I needed an incision, I'd want you to do it. Oh. I bet you make the best incisions. I do. I absolutely do. <laughs> I'm a bit clumsy, me. Oh, I bet you're not. One day, I'm going to be a clumsy surgeon. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to be a surgeon too. <laughs> I think this drink is making me happy. <laughs> yeah, you need to meet my flatmate. My flatmate turns happy into sad. That's shit, that. <sighs> so you have a flatmate? Uh, uh, just a flatmate. Not a mate. A not a mate mate. He's in the loo. Sad and in the loo. So's Emma. She's my flatmate. Ah. Both our flatmates are in the loo. <laughs> Mine's not sad, though. Could this be fate? It is. It's fate. I think I'm going to marry you. What's your name? Hannah. Hannah. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> All relationships are doomed. Doomed. Right. I don't take it personally. I'm not. Oh, I think you no, are. I really am not. Okay, fine, you're not. I accept that on this matter, I am wrong. You are absolutely not taking this personally. I apologise. Good. A small part of you, though, the part that wants me, that part is taking it personally. What? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Let us be clear. There is no part of me that wants a relationship with you. <laughs> no part. None. Okay. But hypothetically, if I had some kind of brain transplant and if I then did want a relationship with you, mm -hmm. You would be like putty in my hands. <laughs> you would be so easy to sucker into a relationship. Well, you couldn't have a relationship <laughs> with me. Trust me, I could. Well, I don't do relationships. I have a 10-day relationship limit. It's my maximum. And technically, under 10 days cannot be considered a relationship. Hence, I do not do relationships. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I am specifically referring to sexual relationships. 
I do do non-sexual relationships of any length, if you're interested. Would you <laughs> be interested? Oh, and one night stands. I have completely separate rules for one night stands. <sighs> you're a romantic, aren't you? I'm sensing extreme romantic tendencies. But it's okay. My flatmate Phil's a romantic. Love at first sight, chemistry, soppy chick flicks. Oh, have we fallen out already? It's okay. I'm not offended. How do you resolve studying psychology and being romantic? I mean, can you be a romantic if you study psychology? Doesn't the attempt to understand the workings of the mind negate the romance? I think it would. I don't think you can be both. Just because I believe in love at first sight, just because I like soppy chick flicks, just because I believe in human spirit, in romance, does not mean I cannot study psychology. But you are the most annoying, irritating man I have ever <laughs> met. And your, your, your thing, it was very small. Oh. oh! And for the record, I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. We love each other very much. We are in love. Yup. Yup. What does yup mean? Met him at school. Love at first sight. Last forever. Yada, yada, yada. Oh. He's waiting for you back home. You're going to get married. Oh. In your head, you call him Mr. Darcy. Oh. What? <laughs> I'm just chuckling inwardly safe in the knowledge that when we finally get rescued from this toilet, I need never, ever, ever, ever see you again. Amen to that. <laughs> Emma. Uh, Andy. In there. Emma, Andy, you in there, mate? Unfortunately, yes. yes. Oh, God, come on. Emma, you all right? She's an absolute bloody lunatic. Her favourite film is Jerry Maguire. She's studying psychology. My favourite film is Jerry Maguire. She said I had a small thingy. Can you believe she said I had a small thingy? Listen, Andy, her flatmate is absolutely gorgeous. Please do not screw this up for me. We've got more shots. Fantastic. Come on in, everyone. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, the flatmates got stuck in the loo. <laughs> Andy, Hannah collects teaspoons. How cool is that? That is not cool. <laughs> you really are a dick. <laughs> we have to dance. Come on, guys. Let's dance. This is such a fantastic song. <laughs> he hates this song. You hate this song. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Down the hatch. The hatch that is actually an esophagus and leads to the stomach. You're so funny, you. <laughs> you really find him funny. <laughs> 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 Here, give me the house keys, Andy. What? Uh, the metal things that unlock other things. Oh, you are too funny, you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to perform my famous levitating key trick. Keys, Andy. I love magic. <laughs> For you, Phil, my bestest, oldest mate. And since it's Christmas, and even though I hate Christmas, and only a few because of all this te oh, te tequila, and I've lost the keys.
What is so wrong with not liking Christmas? In the taxi, Andy. There's no way I'm getting in that taxi. In. I hate taxis. Who hates taxis? I hate taxis. Come on, boys. Come on, Andy Pandy. Yeah, do not call me that. I really like this girl, Andy. You've only known her since 8 o'clock. That's six hours, Andy. Six hours. I think she could be the one. That she's not. She's gorgeous. She collects teaspoons. Her friend's cute. Oh, her friend's psychopathic. <sighs> I will never become involved with her friend. Let us be clear, me and her friend never. No way. Andy. There are two stunning girls waiting for us in that taxi. They have invited us back for coffee. They've invited you back for coffee. You know, I've never understood the point of coffee. What is the point of coffee? It's black water. Why? Andy, Andy, when was the last time you launched headlong into a relationship? I don't do relationships. Relationships are doomed. Losing our keys. It's a sign. Losing your keys is not a sign. It just means we need a bloody locksmith and we should have both brought our keys. You are coming with me. You are coming with no. me now. Oh. In. Oh. Now. Oh. It's a joyous Saturday morning and you're with me, Joe Cotton, right through until midday for your weekend classic on breakfast. Now, before we smash out 10 hits at 10, Morning. I think we can skip the pleasantries. I see no need to expend unnecessary energy and a futile pretense of niceness. Fine with me. After this morning, we will never see each other again. Absolutely. Morning, all. How are we getting on? Has romance blossomed? About bloody time. What the hell have you two been doing in there? Would you really like to know? Honestly, I would not. Anyhow, what have you two been up to down here? Nothing. We've been up to nothing. She has just come from her own room and I just spent the most uncomfortable night of my entire life on this extremely uncomfortable sofa. Oh, and of course she has Mr Darcy. His name is Simon. See your goodbyes, Phil. We're off to the locksmith. Nah. Nah, we don't need a locksmith. Oh, nah, you're about to pluck a spare pair of keys from up your... Keys! What? <laughs> Slight of hand, mate. <laughs> Absolutely have to be joking. You did not just do that. Seriously, tell me you did not have the keys all this time. What? Tell me you did not do that. What the hell is wrong with you? You actually had the keys? Yep. I have had to have this idiot in our flat for the last 12 hours because you were playing a practical joke. Hey. I have had to listen to him snoring like a pig all night long because you thought you'd play a practical joke. Oh, 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 oh. I do not snore. Oh, you do. Well, well done, fella. It's not even just me you've pissed off. I was trying to loosen you up, Andy. I was creating a sign. Oh. I thought you two might, uh, you know, uh, it's Christmas. I don't do Christmas. And I really don't need a matchmaker. Well, Hannah and I... Uh, Hannah and I? I'm sorry, since when is there a Hannah and I? Six months, maybe there's a Hannah and I. Six weeks, possibly. Twelve hours does not give you a Hannah and I. Hannah and I are going to get a Christmas tree this morning. And you know what, Andy? Hannah likes real trees. We will be sourcing a Nordic fir. Andy's a fake tree man. Fits. That's what? Your profile. My profile? Uh-huh. <laughs> I do not have a profile. Oh, you do, Andy. You do.
I do not have a profile. Just forget it, Andy. Forget it. What, do you think you have a profile? She's a psychologist. She knows. Training to be a psychologist. Semantics, Andrew. Semantics. Oh, so now you're a fully qualified surgeon. You really want to go there? Why not? Okay. Okay what? Listen, Andy, I am currently significantly more of a surgeon than you are a journalist. Uh, I get it, Andy. I get your parents' divorce. I get what I happened. I do not want to talk about this. You need to talk about it. This 10-day thing, this theory you have about relationships, it's not good for you. You cannot limit yourself to 10-day relationships. I cannot believe you had the keys. Sorry. You know, sorry doesn't really cut it here. That was a really shitty thing to do. Let's get some lunch. I hate having lunch with you. You hate having lunch with me? Yes, I do. The, the way you hold your cutlery. Do you know, whenever you pick up a fork, you leave your little finger sticking out. You eat <laughs> like a James Bond villain. It's just really, really annoying. You dislike the way I hold a fork? No, I don't dislike it. I abhor it. We've been flatmates for five years. You never mentioned it. Well, I'm mentioning it now. But I'd be meaning to say, I'm moving out after Christmas. I've been offered a job, a, a real job, a journalistic job. My best friend, Becky. Becky Cartwright. She met her husband, George, at a wedding. She said it was like they'd always known each other, like they were made for each other. She did. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, they were like two peas in a pod. Like they were made for each other. It didn't last. They got divorced. After a year? She had an affair with a tax inspector. He was a very handsome tax inspector. Ah, good afternoon, sir. Welcome to Diaphragm and Bell, the most esteemed medical equipment supplier in London. How may we help you? Well, my slightly eccentric friend, a surgeon, I believe has a wedding engagement thingy list here, apparently. Mr. Sanders, yes. Yeah, that's the one. Indeed. The first time we have had such a list at our esteemed establishment. That's what happens when a surgeon marries a surgeon. <laughs> Between you and me, I'm not sure they're suited. It may not work out. <laughs> I see. Well, um, does Sir have anything in particular in mind for the young doctors that might not work out? Something inexpensive. <laughs> Naturally. Oh, are these on the list? There are no incontinence pads on the list, sir. Andy? I am Andy. Andy, the longest relationship I'll ever have is ten days. Yeah. You don't remember me, do you? Medical student bar, um, Christmas, toilet with no door handles. I do! I do remember you. Uh, Lucy. Emma. Emma! Yeah, Hannah's friend. Of course! <laughs> Hannah's friend Emma. Emma, friend of Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're here for an engagement present too? I am indeed. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Sir? Um, are these hands or feet? Those are prosthetic hands, sir. Does one of the engaged couple wear a prosthetic limb? No. <laughs> I'm thinking prosthetic limb, not a great choice of engagement gift. 
Probably not, unless, of course, you dislike the happy couple and want to cause great offence. <laughs> Which, of course, is not the case here. And, of course, if the couple aren't really likely to stay together anyway, then really it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, of course, in that case... Well, they did take several years to get engaged. I mean, how certain actually are they? I mean, does that mean they're not certain? I think they're certain. You do? I definitely do. I don't think they're certain. If you take several years, you can't be certain. Oh, dear Andy, you have not changed a bit. What, what, you think they're certain? <laughs> what, are you laughing at me? With you. <laughs> laughing with you. Andy, would you fancy a cup of tea, for old time's sake? As I recall, you'd see no point in coffee. Well, I actually do quite like a cappuccino these days. <laughs> So you never married them? Never did. Me and Simon, long over. Poor Mr Darcy. Uh, but that does not mean that you were right. <laughs> and it had absolutely nothing to do with anything you said to me that night. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, tell me about reporting crime on the streets of Glasgow. Are those streets really as mean as they say? Oh, very mean. Oh. So mean. <laughs> Though New York did come a close second in the meanness sticks. Oh, BBC crime correspondent in New York, <laughs> so I hear. Very impressive. <laughs> So what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, I have my own practice now. You do? Mm -hmm. Well done, you. <laughs> That's good. It's really good. It's great. Yeah. Your own practice. Yeah, you don't remember what I do. No, I do. Uh-huh. I do. I definitely do. Yep. So? You're a... <laughs> you're a... Yeah, your views on my choice of subject were pretty clear from what I remember. Oh, I was five years ago. <laughs> which really is quite a long time. And it was a very brief time we spent together. <laughs> Okay, okay, I might have actually been a bit of an arsehole back oh, then. Oh, inside. <laughs> yeah, if you like. <laughs> so, you've changed, have you? Ten days, was it? I mean, do we go beyond ten days no, now? still ten days. Oh, God, seriously? Really, seriously? <laughs> law! You practice law. I'm a psychologist, Andy. A psychologist. No. <laughs> I have a marriage guidance practice. Yeah. She has a marriage guidance practice. I know. Well, you never said. Well, you never exactly hit it off with Emma. And then she and Hannah lost touch, but now they're back in touch. You hated her. But Why would I even mention her? You said you hated her. No, I didn't hate her. So would you and Hannah be able to use her? Or would that be a conflict of interest? Andy. Well, relationships do break up. <laughs> Maybe when you've actually experienced a relationship of any meaningful length, you'll be in a position oh, to comment. No, I've experienced relationships. Ten days does not count. Hello, boys. <laughs> hey, good to have Andy back down south, Phil. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, absolutely. What does absolutely mean? <laughs> Andy, shut up and come buy me a drink. You know, you're a lot more attractive than I remember. Yeah? Didn't you have a pointy chin? I'm sure you used to have a pointy chin. Yeah, I had some plastic surgery. Phil was learning. Oh. Let him use me. <laughs> no, I'm joking, by oh. the way. That was a joke. I wouldn't have plastic surgery. I know, Andy. I know you're joking. <laughs> so, I got stuck in the tube this morning uh -huh. and I'm opposite this couple on the way to the registry office wedding. And they clearly weren't suited to each other. Why? Well, they just weren't. I could tell. How? How could you tell? Chemistry. There was no chemistry. Oh, you could tell this from across the carriage? Yeah. You just look and you know? Yep. <laughs> OK. 
Okay, continue. Yeah, well, anyway, we break down for half an hour just before Camden Town, and I'm staring at this couple on the way to the registry office wedding. Right. And I'm thinking, they're clearly not going to go the distance. And the big question is, how long does a couple have before they have to consummate a marriage? Well, that's what you're thinking? Yeah, how long before the marriage can be declared null and void? Right. Because if he realises she's not the one for him just after they've got married, then he can avoid consummating the marriage and therefore get separated without the need for lawyers and marriage guidance counsellors. Wow. No offence. No, none taken. So, what do you think? Well, I think you have a very destructive mind. Oh, journalistic mind. Oh, right, of course. Mr BBC's New York crime correspondent. <laughs> well, ex-New York. I think I might stay in town for a while longer, you know. Oh, really? Any reason? Well, no, um, no reason. And of course, the real reason I need to know all this is to give Phil some clear guidance when they get married. You're seriously planning their separation already? Well, you of all people must know the statistics. <laughs> well, don't let me upset your sensitive mind, but I think they may have consummated some time well, ago. But that's the point. Does that count, or is everything reset after the marriage? Can you pre-consummate? Pre-consummate? Is there such a word? Oh yeah, I've used it in Scrabble. <laughs> You have lager foam on your non-pointy chin. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Oh. Uh, there. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> Everyone! Everyone! <laughs> I'd like to raise a toast to my fiancée, Hannah. <laughs> May her teaspoon collection thrive in this new phase of our lives. <laughs> Though it would be great if she could keep them in the back room. <laughs> and... Long may Phil's Stevie Wonder collection of rubbish singles Ooh. thrive in this new phase of our lives. <laughs> and could he please keep them in his new shed? Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> We'd slept together before the engagement. Uh, we didn't tell anyone, though. And not in those days. <laughs> the first time we did it, I got quite cross. <laughs> it did. She had this laugh. We'd just uh, done it. And uh, we were lying there. And then I, I started laughing. <laughs> she couldn't stop. <laughs> I was quite cross with that laugh. <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't laughing at it. She wasn't. Later, though. Oh. Oh, I loved that laugh. I did. We cuddle more now. We do. We both like a cuddle. Me, uh, me especially. <laughs> I still have that laugh. Giggle. <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on in. I'll be two secs. Okay. There's magazines on the table, if you like. Oh, so this is where it all happens? This is where it all happens. Plastic chairs. I imagine deep purple sofas. Don't therapists normally have deep purple sofas? Not that I'm aware of. It's quite bright. Have you thought about low-level lighting? <laughs> it's a consultation room, Andy, not a brothel. Right. Right, I'm ready to go. What's the plan? Uh, fish and chips. Fish and chips? Oh, posh fish and chips. Oh, you don't like fish and chips? You know what, Andy? I love fish and chips. <laughs> so, this morning we get stuck outside Kentish Town. Not Camden Town. No, Kentish Town. Maybe start getting the bus? Mm, it's too slow, too mm. bumpy. Trains aren't bumpy? 
it's a different bumpy. Mm. Vinegar, please. Uh-huh. Train bumpy, okay. Bus bumpy, bad. Anyway, I'm stuck opposite this completely incompatible couple. And of course, you know this at the glance. I do. No chemistry. No. You're the couple chemistry expert. Indeed. So, <laughs> we're stuck outside Kendish Town, and then the lights start flickering. It goes black, mm-hmm. and this girl, she just melts down. No. Claustrophobic. Mm. Yeah. Big time claustrophobic. She starts swearing. Yeah, apparently she always swears when she has a panic attack. <laughs> I've never heard such a variety of swear words. Mm. Never. I think it's a condition we can check with our doctor friends. And so I'm thinking, how many swear words are there? That's what you're thinking. <laughs> I mean, she used at least 30 individual different swear words. It's an interesting question. I think I got up to 52 what? before we got to Leicester Square. And then I was stuck. Are these all types of swear words or only the really serious swear words? Mm, just the serious ones. Okay, I'll go 100. See, if I ever have kids... Tricky within the confines of the 10-day rule. I would let them swear. Mm. Really? Honestly, I don't really see what's so wrong with it. It's just a form of expression. Well, it doesn't bother you that it offends people. No, we just need to explain to everyone that swearing is no longer swearing. It's like a, a rebadging of the meaning of swear words. See, if we tell everyone that swearing is no longer swearing, then suddenly it's okay. I see. It needs a massive worldwide no, advertising obviously. campaign. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's me. Hello, me. Asleep? No, no. Sure? I'd have a sleep. Sleep's for wimps. Wimps and psychologists. <laughs> Sorry. That was rude. I do that. Yeah, maybe I was asleep. I had a great evening. Good fish. Good chips. Yeah, me too. So, I've been online 162. No way. Who'd have known? I know. 162 swear words. A lot. Mm. I think I should get back to sleep. I need my 11 hours. That's a lot. Mm, I just feel listless if I get less. Well, what if you get 10 and a half? Listless. 10 hours 55? Listless. Listless sounds bad. Very bad. <laughs> Night, Emma. Night, Andy. The second time we met... Pure chance. I was waiting for Timothy Baker. Timmy was Bill's best friend. He worked in ladies' wear. And Vera, Vera was in the changing room. I was. I was waiting for Timmy by the tills. It was that same giggle. I heard that same giggle. Laugh. <laughs> oh, I want, you know. No, she wasn't. I was just trying on a dress. It was too tight. She couldn't get it off. (laughs) Timmy came to see what was going on. It was a blue dress. Yeah. Chelsea blue. Bill's a Chelsea fan. So I asked her out. It was all thanks to Timothy Baker working in ladies' wear. And that's how we started courting. I told you, we haven't set a date yet. I see. She wants to do her surgical exams first. I see. What do you see, Andy? Nothing. I see nothing. Just because we're taking our time in setting a date does not mean there is some huge problem. Did I mention a problem? In fact, 
We're moving in together next month. Uh, you're moving in together? We are. Isn't this a bit premature? <laughs> what? But you'll be living in sin. You do know that. <laughs> Andy, this is the 21st century. People do not live in sin. But if people did and we wanted to, then we would. Fine. Live in sin. Hit it! Hit it! We will. Oh, oh come, come on! Come on, ref! Boots. He just got hacked down there. So, how's your girlfriend? Yeah, she's not my girlfriend. Yeah, you've seen her every night this week. As friends, Phil. As friends. Yeah. A friend that is a girl. Indeed. We call it non-dating. Which is, in actuality, dating. Uh, how can non-dating be dating? Whatever. Yeah, and who the hell uses the word actuality? Whatever you say, mate. Uh, there's no whatever you say, mate. There's just two friends. Whatever you say, mate. What? Have I... What? Have I irritated you in some way? <laughs> you mean more than usual. Just do it, Andy. For once in your miserable life, just do it. Do what? Commit to something more than a damn haircut. Oh, come on. Oh, this game is absolute garbage. League One is garbage. We should change teams. We should support a Premier League team. It is. We should. It, she won't let you go to games once you're married. Like, you do know that. Oh, 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 oh. oh come, come on. on. So I saw this really trashy movie last uh -huh. night. This woman's blackmailing her milkman. Her milkman? Yeah, he's like 10 years older than her. Oh. See, it transpires later, he works for the government. Well, yeah. the Inland Revenue. Okay. My question to you is, what do you think about blackmail? <laughs> well, it's just something I've never done. And you know, on the list of things I like to do before I die, well, I've got blackmail at number two. <laughs> what? And what's number one? The tantric sex. What? <laughs> So, are you going to tell me what happened? In the film? I mean, it ended badly, of course. When does blackmail no. not end badly? See, the guy... No, just... Andy. Between you and Phil. Like, what happened between you and Phil? Me and Phil? Andy, it's good to talk. Is it? Yes. No. Andy. What, nothing happened. I mean, you've heard of moving in together, of course. Yeah, I have. I have heard that. But clearly they're both making a massive mistake. Well, it surprises me that you think that. Really? No, Andy, no. Not really. Right. I like a good argument. She does. Oh, Bill hates an argument. She thinks it clears the air. It does. It doesn't. Oh. Oh, please put it down, Hannah. That is a rare, rare gold disc. Stevie wants to sign that disc. Well, seriously, <laughs> Hannah, maybe put it down. You do have a tendency to drop things. How many pieces do you think he was shattered into you? No, oh. no, no, no. Do not do that. I told you. I hated Stevie Wonder. Wait, I, what? I do think you should put it down for the sake of the relationship. Oh, you think I'm taking counselling advice from Mr Ten Days? <sighs> Shall I buzz her in? I'll buzz her in. You really hate Stevie Wonder. Uh, since when do you really hate Stevie Wonder? You were joking about hating Stevie Wonder. You said that was a joke. But no one really hates Stevie Wonder. Uh, I do. Me. I really hate Stevie Wonder. Uh, Hi. Down. No, yeah, we're in the middle of a wee crisis. Hannah is about to shatter Phil's gold copy of Stevie Wonder's Sign Seal Delivered. See, it turns out she genuinely never really liked Stevie Wonder. Only Phil thought she was just joking. 
Well, see, I should point out that she did say this at the engagement party. This could have been predicted. I think the relationship is on the verge of collapse six months into the engagement. Kaput. Did you call me Mr Tendis? <laughs> Just put it down. Guys, guys, what's going on? My ex-fiancé oh. thinks he can have his records in display in the living room, whilst my teaspoons need to gather dust in the attic. I love my teaspoons, I do. I said teaspoons were a weird thing to collect, didn't I say it? Andy, be quiet. But I said anyone who collects teaspoons. Did I tell you she wasn't the one for you or did I tell you? You said that! Nice, Andy, nice. But let's just sit down. I'm not sitting down. <laughs> I think Emma's just trying to help. He's already slept with two other girls. Two! Right. <laughs> And what, pray tell, is wrong with that? He said ten. Suddenly, he reveals there's only two. Oh. He lied to me. Only two? Andy. Surely not. Andy. Maybe he means two hundred. Do you mean two hundred? I do not mean two hundred. Andy, we're leaving. Right, this is just getting interesting. Andy, out. But wait. Andy! <sighs> the hazards are moving in together. Wow. So, I have tickets for Revenge of the Swampfire. The big screen. We're going to have to hurry. But I can't. Um, I've got something tonight. Well, it's Saturday night. I know, but I've got something. Well, these were really difficult to get. I've put in big favours to get these. Big favours. It's been digitally remastered. I have a date. A date? A date. A date with someone else? Yes, Andy. I see. Well, well yeah, th this is great. Good for you. Yeah. I I I'll walk with you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so this morning, yeah, I'm at Mornington Crescent. You know they've been shut again for weeks. Uh, uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, this elderly couple get on next to me. Well, a bit down the carriage, actually. And they were so clearly wrong for each other. And, and clearly they'd stayed together because of the kids. Then it'd all become too late. And, and, and neither of them could be bothered to find someone else. Andy? Yeah? I have to go. What was his name? Fred. You're dating a man called Fred. Tell me about your boyfriends before you met Bill. <laughs> she had a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. She did. He only met one. I didn't like him. We bumped into him at the pictures this one time. It, it was a Cary Grant film. He didn't look like Cary Grant. Oh, Bill didn't like he him. He were very short. Bill's very tall. Six <laughs> foot. I married a tall man. <laughs> Come on, you'll be fine. He's a nice guy. What, he's called Fred. Of course he's a nice guy. <laughs> All Freds are nice guys. Freds are born nice. Nice guy Freddy. Fred the nice. Freds are nice. Your T-shirt's on back to front. Is it? No, I'm joking. Now... Come on, they'll be waiting. Well, they've only been going out for a month. Is it really even going out? They are going out. They are an item, a duo, together, les deux. Oh, oh since when did you break into French? You <laughs> never break into French. You hate people who break into French. <laughs> it's Hannah, isn't it? She's oh. making you break into French. Andy, uh, this is Fred. Bonjour, Fred. Bonjour, Andy. Drinks? Drinks it is. Uh, so, Fred, I was 
telling Phil earlier. Mm. See, I have this theory about Freds. I think that all Freds are nice blokes. I think it's inbuilt. Freds are nice guys. It's in the name. Is it true? Are all Freds nice blokes? To be honest, Andy, I'm very far from being a nice bloke. I have a very, very dark past. Right. He's joking. Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. Do that again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a morbid fear of being struck by lightning. <laughs> I, I never want to die by being struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my shoes. <laughs> oh. oh, you've changed the decor. It maybe was a bit bright. A purple armchair. Went off the black leather. <laughs> so? <laughs> you don't call, you don't write. Busy. It was Freddy. Been busy with work. Lots of work. It's just that I've left a few messages. Right. <clears throat> Lots of breakups, eh? Like bad time of the year, is it, for breakups? Is it seasonal? Because it's July and, and I just always thought maybe winter would be your busy period, you know, the dark nights. But is there a busy time for breakups? Well, they say Christmas. What, do, what does Freddie think? Maybe these summer showers, do they cause breakups? We broke up. Freddie and I broke up. Oh, I take no solace in being wrong about summer. Uh, clearly, summer is the time of the breakup. No solace, none. Sorry, it's the rain. Summer rain is bad. <laughs> oh, you really liked him? No. No? Simon's getting married. Mr Darcy? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, I need some new glasses. But I've got these sunglasses, the prescription ones. I, I never wear them. And I'm thinking, do you think it's possible to scrape off the, you know, the, the sunglass coating and then use them as normal glasses? Because they're good glasses. And it's difficult to get good glasses. But the problem is that when I'm choosing glasses, I can't see the glasses. Because, of course, the glasses I'm choosing have no glasses in them. Just glass. But not the, the real glass. And so I'm pretty much squashed up against the mirror trying to see what these glasses look like. And when you're that close, well, really, you can't see. So I'm just thinking if I've got this pair of dark sunglasses already that I like, well, why don't I scrape off that black sunglass layer off? Andy. Yeah? <sighs> you kissed me. I kissed you. She giggled, of course. I couldn't help it. And afterwards, oh, we just lay there. All night. She was beautiful. Oh. So beautiful. I remember her back. He was so smooth. He was the most handsome man I'd ever met. Still am. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> well. Uh, well. Uh, we did it. <laughs> we did do it. And you didn't laugh? <laughs> laugh? Yeah, you're old couple. 
the one you're interviewing, you said that the wife giggles when they have sex. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, them. She does. They're really sweet. They're really interesting. So, I should really get going. I have this thing. Uh, this this thing I have. It's, it's important. I mean, if it, if it wasn't. No, but, but, but it is. You did it. We did it. We had sex. Shit. I can't believe you did it, finally. Amazing. Was it good? It was good. Oh, that's great, you. Was it good? Yes. Very good. So what's the problem? Well, I don't want a relationship. And then I made out I had this thing. What thing? He made out he had this thing. Oh, the thing. Right. I still don't think he wants a relationship. Bastard him. Should have known. So why did you kiss him in the first place? Oh, I don't know. What should I do? Jump in with both feet. I can't. I can't jump. I'm not a jumper. I don't think he can. Well, he says damn loss him. You're an idiot. He's a bloody idiot him. Andy! Andy! Will you please stop hoovering? I find it therapeutic. For three hours. Would you mind dusting the mantelpiece? Andy. What, there's dust on that mantelpiece? See her, Andy. Have lunch, have breakfast, have coffee. Take her for a wimpy. Just see her. Hey. Hey. So, yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, Phil thought it might be a good idea. You know, if we... Look, I, I don't know about you, but I think, you know, and, well, in retrospect, looking back... We shouldn't have done it. Exactly. Good. Right then. Right then. Great. See you around. What? Oh, Emma? And you just got here. What about lunch? I haven't shown you my new glasses. Screw you, Andy. You just came out and told her it was a mistake. Honesty. I went down the honest route. And clearly, in retrospect, it was not the best way forward. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Have you rung her back? I've sent her 200 text messages. I'm outside my text bundle. Oh! <laughs> yes! Get in! Good go, good go. Oh. <laughs> so... Has she said anything to Hannah? Not going to be your go-between, Andy. Well, I just want to know if she said anything. Hannah and I are getting married. This is meant to cheer me up. How is this meant to cheer me up? A week Sunday. A week Sunday? Well, what happened to next year? We don't want to wait till next year. It's good to wait. We don't want to. Are you sure? Andy... Well, I'm just checking. Thank you for checking. Am I invited? <laughs> You're the best man. Sort things out with Emma, okay? Sort things. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Hey. So, how are you? Good. Good. Thanks for answering. What do you want? Well, Phil thought, well, I thought we should speak before the big day. Yep. I mean, we don't want to spoil it. Nope. We'll be mature about it. Yep. I'll see you there then.
He couldn't dance. I couldn't. He wouldn't practice. I wasn't a dancer. He wasn't. I like... I like watching dancing. I always thought the first dance at a wedding, it says something about you. Says what? Something. What a nice ceremony. Very nice. Nice. Just nice. Look, if I'm honest, I'm not sure about ABBA. I mean, for a first dance, I think it's a poor choice. Oh, so I was in the train this but morning. I'm not doing this anymore, Andy. Not doing this. We're here because of our best friends. But us, done. What? We are done. I, I, I just... No, you thought wrong. It's a wedding. You think I'm going to spoil their wedding? Are you spoiling it now? Oh, piss off, Andy. Just piss off. Hang on a second. Okay, we're recording again. So, you'd been going steady for a year. Yes, we've been going steady for a year. Uh, and then we had this very, very big argument. It was a Saturday tea time. She threw a plate. It just missed me head. Smashed into pieces. <laughs> I cleared it up. She wouldn't clear it up. He moved back to Lytham St Anne's that evening. My mother lived in Lytham St Anne's. Moved back in with his mother. For two weeks. Oh, I missed him. I wrote <laughs> to her every day. <laughs> every day. Fifteen letters. <laughs> well, this is me, again, leaving another message. How many does your voicemail take? I'm guessing at least 20. I, I came round too, I rang the bell, a lot. Sorry man, next door. Phil and Hannah are away on honeymoon, but you know that. These new glasses are rubbish, by the way. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's me, Andy. Andy saying sorry. Again, sorry. I miss you. She only giggles with me. It's true. Never giggled with the others. <laughs> It's because he makes me nervous. And then she giggles. <laughs> because I love him. Oh. That's why I giggle. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> As I live and breathe, Andrew <laughs> Meredith. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. We're doing well. <laughs> come in, come in. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Good honeymoon? Fantastic honeymoon. You should have come. Really? Joking, Andy. Joking. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, mate? Oh, Hannah's teaspoons, all right. Your records, Stevie Wonder's on the mantelpiece. <laughs> right. Well, that's good. Andy. That's really good. Andy. That's great. She's in New York. Who? She's in New York. She got a job in New York. How? She's been interviewing this elderly couple. She recorded it as some kind of interview piece. Yeah, I know, I know about the elderly couple. Well, she sent it on the off chance. They liked it. She's a marriage guidance counsellor in New York. Emma's in New York. It's a big practice. A big step up for her. She stepped up. Yes, Andy, she has. Hi, this is Emma. 
Leave me a message. Your call will be answered in the order it was received. So, voicemail again. Only American voicemail. Is that different from British voicemail? It feels different. I feel I should be briefer. Oh, Phil gave me a new number, by the way. Not Hannah. So, don't be cross with Hannah. Wasn't her. You didn't say goodbye. You went to New York. No goodbye. I mean, goodbye would have been nice. So, I've finally finished this article for the Times. They're going to run it on Valentine's Day. Commitment in 2017. I know, <laughs> me writing about commitment. But, but this is not why I'm ringing. Uh, I'm ringing because I have a plane ticket. I'm coming out. Well, if Mohammed won't come to the mountain. <laughs> 3.15 Friday. JFK. BA arrivals. Be there. Be square. Please. I miss you. Flight 892 is now boarding. Flight 892 oh, is now boarding. She's not coming. She is, Andy. She told Hannah she'd be there. Uh, should I just go and see the sights? Like, whilst I'm here? Passengers, or should I just go and be depressed? Trust me, Andy. She'll be there. She said she'd hear you out. And no one can say you're not making the effort here. Flying to New York is making the effort. What should I say to her? Jump, Andy. Be a jumper. I'm gonna go. This is a really bad idea. Really bad? I mean, whose idea was this? Is this my idea? Andy. Jump, Andy. Jump! So, how are you? Flight I'm good. You look good. Flight 291 is now uh, so, I'm on the plane and this couple get on and they have the aisle seats next to me and I can tell Andy. them. Don't hear me out, no, please. Andy. So I look over at them and I can tell. I can tell that they are so right for each other. You can tell this? Absolutely. Chemistry, they just fit. They do? I mean... He can be a miserable, depressing little git. He plainly has deep, deep commitment issues. Apparently, he would only go out with people for 10 days before he met her. Really? Uh-huh. She, though. Oh, she was beautiful and patient and thoughtful. And she understood people. I mean, really understood people. And she got him. <laughs> she just got him. But, but, you know, at the start, he was so awkward. And she really tried. She really did. And they, well, they became friends. And the friendship was good. Oh, it was so good. But he just couldn't... He just couldn't... He just couldn't... What? He just couldn't. So what happened to them? He grew up. He just finally grew up. And this woman? She'd waited all this time. She hadn't met anyone else. You really hope not. Because, uh, because he'd been such a fool. Such a fool. All he ever really wanted was her. Passengers, please do not leave your baggage unattended. I only ever wanted her. He did. Evening, BBC. Jerry, are you always going to call me BBC? Because I do, in fact, have a first and a second name. The use of either would be fine. 
Not that I'm mortally offended by the terminology, but maybe I'd prefer after two years of living in this apartment block if you just called me Andy. Sure, why not? So you'll try? Absolutely. Don't move. What? Cross the street, on the sidewalk. There, blonde girl and the red-headed guy. Obvious. Really? Totally. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna say, incompatible. Won't last. No, no, no. Obvious compatibility. Obvious, Jerry. Those two are made for each other. How? How can you tell this? Just can, Jerry. Just can. <laughs> Night, Jerry. Oh, nice flowers, by the way, BBC. Nice <laughs> flowers. <laughs> What's in the bag? Engagement ring. I'm asking her tonight. Okay, final question. Tell me how Bill proposed to you. Oh, he didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I asked him. She got down on one knee. <laughs> it was a very cold stone floor. And hard it was. A very hard floor. <laughs> I said, Bill, will you marry me? She did. He said yes. And that was 63 years ago. <laughs> 64. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. You've been listening to Mr. Ten Days by John Baker, a wireless theatre studio production, directed by Marielle Runacre Temple, with John Scoogle as Andy, Balvinder Sopal as Emma, Richard Reed as Phil, Kerry Gifford as Hannah, Fizz Marcus as Vera, Nick Lucas as Bill and Adam Hall as Fred, the doorman, and other roles. Mr. Ten Days was recorded at Nomadic Studios and engineered by Joe Richardson. Editing and sound design by Malcolm Thorpe, with original music composed and performed by Ollie Ford. Visit wirelesstheatre.co.uk for more audio drama productions.